Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. I'm tired. Holy smokes. I stayed up last night through the Hiroshi Tanahashi match versus the Great Okan. Somehow I stayed awake through it. And then we recorded Wrestling Observer Radio. So I went to bed very late, and then I got up early because I got screaming kids. So I'm going to struggle to make it through this show today, but damn it, I'm a professional. So I have not seen the final two matches of the Tokyo Dome show. But I know what happened. We could talk about them here, obviously, if you want uh, to avoid spoilers. I mean, you're listening to the wrong show because the show's over. It was over a long time ago. So we'll talk about that. We also got the lineup for night two. We have a number of big matches there. Last chance, if you want to turn it off to not get spoilers, we're going to ro- run down the lineup for those uh, matches here tonight afterwards. Show starts at uh, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern, so... Got to watch Raw, and then we're going to watch uh, several of those matches tonight, and then do another Wrestling Observer radio show. So I'm going to catch up the best I can, but Tokyo Dome, I'm sure, is what most people are going to want to talk about here today. What are your thoughts on what they did, matches, finishes, the Rambo, etc., etc.? So that's a talking point today. We do have the ratings for last Wednesday officially. I'm going to give them to you. You don't have to fight about it. You don't have to make it a who beat who. I'm just going to tell you what these numbers are because I do it every week. We're going to talk about New Japan getting television, English language television in the U.S. and the U.K. We don't quite know where yet, but it was announced yesterday that it is coming, and we should have an announcement very soon about that. And, of course, if you want to talk about anything that you uh, didn't get a chance to talk about yesterday because you didn't listen in on Sunday, we got SmackDown and the Raw recap for tonight, or the Raw preview for tonight, and so much more. So let's get going, everybody. Back after the break, Observer Live. Ah, buying some pretzel sticks? Excuse me? This is your wake-up call from Trackphone Wireless. 
Okay. What if you didn't eat all those pretzel sticks by the end of the month, so this store took them back? Uh, good luck. That's how some wireless companies are with your data, but TrackPhone Wireless gives you unlimited carryover data with active service, so you keep what you pay for. Hmm. Plans start at $20 a month. Wow, that's cool. Uh, sir, are you bothering the customers? Yeah, hang on. This is your wake-up call, people. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. The first day of the Tokyo Dome is in the books, everybody, and... For those of you that have not seen it yet, here are your quick results. We had the New Japan Rambo, where the final four men would square off in a four-way tonight. And it came down to Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, Bushi. And literally, as he is coming to the ring as the final man, Toriano just is the fourth man because everyone else got eliminated. So he qualified for tonight's provisional match without actually stepping foot into the ring, which 
as I've noted before, I mean, it's an idea that folks have had on and off for the Royal Rumble for a while now, which is, you know, number 30, the music hits, that person comes out, and as they're heading to the ring, the last two people eliminate themselves, so there's nobody in the ring, and so the last guy steps in the ring, or last woman, I guess actually Lana could do this this year. If ever there was a year for Lana to do this, to get her over, this would be a great year to do it, but it's been done now by New Japan, so there you go. Hiromu beat El Phantasmo, which, at least up until the final two matches, which I didn't see, this was the best match on the show. They had a very, very good match. And Hiromu won, and so we'll talk about that in a moment. Girls of Destiny beat Dangerous Techers to win the tag team titles. So the streak continues. Uh, you win the tag league, and then you win the titles at the Tokyo Dome. It's happened for years now. Kenta beat Kojima to retain the U.S. title certificate, basically like the Money in the Bank briefcase. Well, it ensures you're going to get a shot at the U.S. title. And before this match, they did in fact have a promo with John Moxley in the arena where they film New Japan Strong, challenging the winner of this match. So it does look like AW has given him the okay to work New Japan Strong, and he's probably going to defend his title against Kenta on a show coming up at some point. His AEW contract allows him to do New Japan shows. Well, actually, he has a New Japan contract, and he has his AEW contract. But he can only work New Japan shows in Japan. His AEW contract restricts him from working New Japan shows in America unless he's given the okay. And it does appear that he has been given the okay. Tanahashi beat the great Okan, and Okada beat Will Ospreay. And in the main event, I guess he's not going to celebrate in the Tokyo Dome, maybe ever. Kota Bushi defeated Naito to win the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles. That takes us to tonight, where we have the four-way Chase Owens, Bad Luck Fale, Bushi, and Toru Yano for the provisional King of Pro Wrestling trophy. Desperado and Kanemaru versus Taguchi and Master Wato for the junior tag team titles. Satoshi, or I'm sorry, Shingo versus Jeff Cobb for the never open weight title. Evil versus Sonata. Taiji Shimori versus Romu for the junior heavyweight title. And Kodabushi defends both of those titles tonight against Jay White. Mike, any thoughts on this show? I thought it was a pretty great show, to be honest. You know, it doesn't feel like a full-fledged Tokyo Dome show. It can't without any fans there. But they definitely had the ambiance. They had the whole stage set up. And it, you know, it looked like a Tokyo Dome show. And certainly the length of it, because of COVID and everything going on, they've gone to shorter shows, which, you know, there's a negative there in that, you know, the 11-match big spectacle show is fantastic. But I also really have been enjoying these concentrated six-match shows as well, too, that New Japan's been putting on. So from a time point of view, you know, it was under three hours long, uh, not including the pre-show that had the Rambo in it. So it's it's an easy watch, and the last two matches are... Two of your match of the year candidates already, Okada and Osprey and uh, Naito and Ibushi, flipped the coin on what match you liked better. They were both fantastic. They were both close to, if not five-star matches, just absolutely two fantastic stories told in both of them, Ibushi and Naito. I know you were thinking that Naito might come out of it and get his celebration after two nights at the Tokyo Dome. 
Obviously, I've been talking about what I think they're going to do with Ibushi. It uh, looks like uh, I'm right, at least for the first night, as Kota Ibushi defeated Naito, moves on to face Jay White, trying to shake off the demons from last year where he lost to both Naito and Jay White at the Tokyo Dome. So he's going to try to finish that loop tonight. I believe that he will. Uh, Osprey, I thought, would get to the victory over Okada. Uh, he did not, but... He came out of this looking like you never you forget about Will Osprey as a junior heavyweight. We're never going to see that again. The, every time we're going to see Osprey, it's going to be in there in a in a heavyweight championship mix or in a title mix, and just a fantastic match. And Okada, perfect. They are perfect opponents for each other. Just absolutely, you know, delightful. I'll be interested to see if anybody calls in and wants to talk about that. It'll be interesting to see of those two matches what everybody liked the most and. As far as the rest of the card goes, great Okan. I know you and Dave are not as high on him as some people are. I'm not as high on him as Adam Summers is, but I think that there's a, a lot of talent there, and I think there's a lot to build on there. And the biggest thing about last night was he didn't get in the way. It was a fantastic vintage Tanahashi performance, and Okan held up to his end of the deal, I think, very well. So that was a really good match. Kenta and Kojima. Kojima stepping in there on short notice uh, for Juice Robinson, uh, who was injured. Finally, it looks like we're going to get Kenta and Moxley. Uh, Kojima put on a good match. Kenta gets the victory there. No surprises, no need to swerve, no need to do any of that stuff. And it looks like we're, as you mentioned, going to get Kenta and Moxley, which is great. The tag team match was really, really good between Dangerous Techers and Tamatanga and, Tamalo and Tangaloa. Unfortunately, you knew we were going to get some Bullet Club nonsense in there at some point, and that's where we got it. So unfortunately, uh, after 20 minutes, it kind of soured me on uh, what the match was. But if you take out the finish there, which you can't blame any of the competitors for, that's the booker's job to do all that sort of stuff. Up until the finish of that match, it was really very, very good. Phantasmo and, and Hiromu Takahashi once again, another match that lived up to its uh, absolute, uh, what everybody had hoped it would be. And once again, Hiromu Takahashi left a lot in his uh, in his holster for tonight in the, uh, the, the title match. Did not pull out all of his offense, but who did was El Fantasmo, who was the real MVP of that match. Did some amazing things. They, they looked fantastic with each other, and... From a physical point of view, Phantasmo is everything that, that he's cracked up to be, even if you don't love his character right now. So the only thing that leaves is the New Japan Rambo, and I think we have talked about that enough over the last couple of days. I don't like the concept. I don't like the title in the first place. I don't like they were what they were going to pull off having four guys make it for tonight. You know, this was an opportunity to get some people in there and to not make this such a, a comedy deal with Yano. And you could have had a bunch of young lions in there. You could have had a bunch of old veterans in there. You could have had a mix of both. But looks like they decided to go with the comedy Yano thing and place him in there with three members of Bullet Club for tonight. So it is uh, every bit of an opening uh, jerk the curtain sort of thing. But I would much rather see those stardom's women's matches that are on the dark uh, than watch this uh, King of Pro Wrestling title anymore. All right, so they announced yesterday that there's going to be a new show coming to U.S. and U.K. TV soon, a New Japan show. And we don't have details yet, but it should be announced at some point. Obviously, they were on Access for a long time. And where they go next, I do not know. I don't know if it's going to be a broadcast deal for New Japan Strong. I don't know what it's going to be, but they have, in fact, announced that that is coming 
So we'll see how that turns out for both the U.S. and the U.K. I watch Strong every week on New Japan World. I like the show. It's a very simple show. I mean, most weeks, it's, you know, there's a couple of storyline-related angles, match-related angles. It's certainly not what you would see on Raw and SmackDown. But if you like good pro wrestling and solid pro wrestling matches, if you want to see a show where filthy Tom Lawler can wrestle Fred Rosser and it can win match of the year, well, New Japan Strong is for you. We're going to head to a break in a moment. When we come back, we've got... Some ratings notes, some notes on Raw for tonight. And, of course, if you'd like to text us, 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. Maybe phone calls later, we'll see. You can send emails, brian at wrestlingobserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. I get the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. All right, here are the numbers for Wednesday. You don't have to fight about them. You don't have to tweet about them. You don't have to talk about them. You can just listen to them and move on with your life. AW Dynamite, 977,000 viewers for the Brody Lee tribute episode. Second best number of 2020 on a night where they faced competition from NXT. NXT 586,000, third lowest number the show has done on the USA Network. The gap of 391,000 between Dynamite and NXT was the largest for a night where both shows had original matches since Dynamite's premiere on October 29. Dynamite fourth on cable in 1849.40, trailing only college football games. NXT 58th with a .12 in 18 to 49. First time that Dynamite has tripled NXT in that demo. Dynamite up, obviously. AW, uh, I'm sorry, NXT down. And if you look at these numbers, if you look at the combined viewership, the combined viewership was about what both shows normally do. So the only analysis I will do of these numbers is when Brody Lee passed away, I mean, this news was everywhere. Like, it was trending on Twitter forever. My wife heard about it. I mean, it was on our local news. I mean, it was a big, big story. And basically on Wednesday night when they did the tribute show, I kind of thought that maybe they would pick up some viewers that didn't normally watch NXT or Dynamite or new viewers. It very much looks from the numbers here that what happened was a bunch of people that normally watch NXT chose to watch the Brody Lee tribute show instead. And that's why Dynamite was up, NXT was down, and Dynamite really didn't get any other viewers, whether they be lapsed fans that wanted to watch it, or or I doubt they would have gotten anybody mainstream one way or the other. But that appears to be what happened. A one-week shift, some NXT viewers decided to watch the Brody tribute, and I would expect that this coming... Actually, I can't expect anything for Wednesday. Things will be back to normal... Although neither show Wednesday is normal. So I would expect that AEW and NXT are both going to do very good numbers this coming Wednesday for their big New Year's shows. So those are your numbers, everybody. The forgotten magic number of Wednesday. The roundabout 1.5 million people who check out both shows. I mean, it never varies too much from it. You know, it may sometimes be as low as like, 1.39 it doesn't get much more than 1.6 million though ever and i thought they i thought they were naturally going to get a little bit of a bump you know from people that only watch raw or smackdown or casuals like you mentioned who just heard about it but 
there's nothing to really say with NXT's number, you know, just because of what we know, which was everybody was watching AEW, which no surprise, you know, we knew it was going to be a tribute show. We knew it because of the environment, how sensitive of a, of a show it was going to be and how emotional of a show uh, that it was going to be. So there, there's really nothing you can, there, there's nothing you can really say about either number just because of the circumstances that are involved. But uh, they at least both shows maintained uh, the wrestling viewership of Wednesday, which is about all I can really say about it. So tonight we got Raw with Drew McIntyre and Keith Lee for the WWE title. I'd like a poll on Twitch here. Can someone put the poll up? Are you excited for Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre? You know that answer. Well, I mean, maybe some people are. But after what I've seen out of Keith Lee on Raw... It's a match on Raw tonight. It's also Legends Night. We got various legends, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Mickey James, who appears to have been retired by WWE, and Alicia Fox and others as well. So it should do a good number tonight. There's no football competition. It's the first It's the first Raw of the new year. I can attribute this, I guess, to Drew and Keith Lee and Hulk and Flair, but I think it's going to be the best Raw number for sure of the year. And probably the best raw number they, they have done in quite some time. You're not going to give all the credit to Candace, Michelle, and Carlito? No. I don't even the know who's going to be the there. The legendary tonight. Carlito? I mean, they've they've announced names, but I think, I can't remember what Teddy Long said, but he said, he said something that indicated to me that he's not actually going to be at the show. Like no. he's going to send in a video or something like that. So yeah. I don't know who's actually going to be there. but That's going to be the other interesting thing there, too, is, I mean, and granted, everybody lives in Florida, so they're right around there. But how many people are they trotting out to actually show up there? And is it worth, you know, because they didn't specify that. They just said they're going to, you know, they're going to be on the show. What that actually means, who knows? Where's Randy Orton going to be? The last time there were legends there, Randy Orton put on a pair of night vision goggles and laid out everybody. So uh, it's just, it's... It's kind of crazy to think about when you invite back Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan, you know, shouldn't that be enough? Did we really need, and this is no offense to Candace Michelle or Carlito, but, you know, do they reach legendary status? Do you really need to bring back every possible name that'll just show up there? It, Mike Rotundo is going to be there as IRS. You know, does, does he have any comments on his, his real-life son, Bray? Or, or the fiend being burnt up. I, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I doubt he will because he he lived in a separate universe. So I just bringing all these people back at a time. I just I know what they're doing and they're responding to a bad number. And this is how they go ahead and do that. This and this and monsters. This is what they do. This is what Vince does. Easy thing to fall back on. But it's just it's really silly and really overdone if you think about it. You know, I'm asking too much here. I do all the time, but. I mean, in, if this were real, which obviously it's not, if you're one of the legends that's been, been invited to this Raw show here, how do you not say, bro, I'm not coming to this show unless Randy Orton is, like, banned from the building? Of course, they're just going to show up. But, I mean, as we talked about on SmackDown, guess who just showed up? Sonya Deville. I mean, do you guys remember? I don't think most people even remember, but she lost Loser Leaves WWE at SummerSlam. Not Loser Leaves SmackDown. Not Loser Leaves Raw. Loser Leaves WWE. Gone! And then on Friday, she just shows up, and they offhandedly remark, well, she's been reinstated. 
What? Why? Why was she reinstated? Can we have some sort of explanation? Did she petition? Did she take it to court? Yeah. Did did Mandy get drafted and say, ah, well, we're not on the same brand anymore. She's allowed to come back. What happened? Nothing. She's just back. Well, and look, they she was in the background of the show, so I'll give them one more week on it because she did just show up. It's not like they brought attention to it and, and you know, beat it to death. So I'll give them a week, but, like, yeah, you should actually explain this, you know, for whatever the reason is. Hey, Mandy's on Raw now. I petitioned to come back, and they whatever the dumb excuse is, dot some I's and cross some T's so some of this stuff actually matters. Apparently Tatanka's back tonight. Is that right? Tatanka? Sure. Yeah. The legendary Tatanka. Can you do the war cry? Go ahead. Try it. Well, I mean, he had a long... You know what's funny is, like, that was one of my vivid memories from when I was a when I was a youngster. Where, Chris like, Chavis? Tatanka had a long winning streak, and he was never beaten. And then... One day he was he was beaten by the forget the guy's name. What was his name? Ludwig Borga. <laughs> He's pinned to Tonka in the middle of the ring and I was like That's it? That's it. That uh, would happen sometimes back in the olden days. They'd be getting behind somebody for a push, try him out. This isn't working out too well. All of a sudden that person that they've been hyping up for weeks all of a sudden is straight garbage and uh I wanna call Tatanka straight garbage. He was absolutely not, and uh, but uh, was truly a relic in an era that was starting to change. So, good luck for Tatanka, and I. Yeah, you got to pay that. That's all that really matters. It's Tony Holm. There we go. Not oh, Tony Ham Lee. Holmy. I like Ham Lee. Like he's related to Felipe Ham Lee. So he's this got person a bizarre story too. You know, if you somebody Wikipedia uh Tony Holm Ludwig Borga and see some of the uh the things that he did, a quite a diverse career, eccentric career and an eccentric life for sure. So this person says, I'm glad to report to you that Naito and Ibushi once again tried to kill each other at least five times in the main event. Well, I don't know how Ibushi didn't just break his neck after the German suplex on the ramp. He took it on top of his head. No joke. Top of his head. Well, this is one of those deals that the day is going to come when something bad is going to happen to one of these guys. And everyone's going to be so sad about it and act like it's whatever. a tragedy. I mean, I don't want to see it happen. But, you know, the thing is, let's say that you don't. Let's say that you don't land I'll just, I'll just give you a personal example, okay? I keep saying I'm retired. Nobody believes it, all right? Well, I am. You want to know why? Because one day my my neck just slowly started to bother me. And next thing you know, I was having trouble turning my head. And I go in, and they do an x-ray. Turns out I got a bulging disc in my neck, okay? Bro, you know how many times I landed on top of my head in my wrestling career? Zero, Okay. You know how many stupid bumps I took? Zero, okay? I didn't get this bulging neck in a car wreck. I didn't get this bulging disc doing jujitsu. I didn't get this bulging disc sleeping funny. It was after a long time of doing wrestling, I ended up with a bulging disc in my neck. From doing nothing crazy, okay? Whether or not anything, like, instantly tragic happens to these guys, let me tell you something. They're going to be a wreck. A physical wreck racked with pain for years because they decided to land on their heads over and over during their careers. And it ain't going to be fun when it happens. Back in a moment, it was over live.
here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Had to extricate one of these Twitch jabronis. Oh, had 40 matches in his career. Bro, get out of here. Hey, maybe he counted it up from cage match. Here. Oh, yeah, you cage were... match. Uh, that, that has certainly every match I've ever worked in my career. Well, let me ask you, let me ask you, Chico Alvarez, do you remember this match from May 31st, 2003, when you teamed up with Roach Redding against Bones Mahoney and Sonny O'Mara? Sonny O'Mara, of course I remember that. They got it as O'Mara, they had no, uh, no height. What's the earliest match they have listed? Let's see, they have, 
October 16th, 1998, in a three-way, Inferno defeats Brian and Craig Corrosion. Hey, there you go. ICW Grudge Madness at the Agrac Building in Abbotsford, British Columbia. Oh, do we work Abbotsford all the time? Does it have the match with Ladies' Choice that airs here on this Twitch feed? Is that what? how about my match with Ed Moretti? Is that on there? Actually, Ed Moretti is. Really? Ken Riley, Nikki Six. Wait, what? When's the Ed Moretti match? What year? Well, hold on here. Let me see. Does it say Portland look. Wrestling? Well, hold on. How many times do you? When do you remember wrestling him here? What I asked was you, that? was it from Portland Wrestling? That was the name they of the TV show. They got a bunch of show. matches on here. You didn't think they had any oh matches on God. here. They got a bunch of Buddy Wayne ones. Ken Riley here. You faced him a lot, didn't you? Teenage Dirtbag. Yeah, I I'll sure did face here. that Teenage Dirtbag. How about the modern stuff? Vinny V. Do they have well, anything? They, well, they, they certainly have your loss to Nerder Death Kill. Oh, of course they do. Marco Stunt defeating you. Jungle Boy defeating you. Ridiculous. Orange Cassidy defeating you. The Rock and Roll Express beating you. What about oh, the ones loser that... leaves? Wait, wait a second. When's the last time you've been in Marysville? It wasn't loser leaves Marysville. It, it was, was loser with, leaves it was town. That's what it says Christopher Isaac. Yeah, and it was going to be loser loser leaves for thirty days, and I left for six years because I over. When I do a stipulation, damn it, I overachieve. Oh yeah, I like how you couldn't even you couldn't even do the job for poor Nick Price. You defeat the ideal Canadian, you won't even do a job in the Can-Am title uh, first round. You go to a double count-out. Look at you, you're like the Sheik or something. My God. Bro, I didn't book the finishes, buddy. It wasn't my promotion. Mm. Trying to All make right. nice with you so you give it good stars. So after Ladies' Choice left with Miss Rent-to-Own Otto, were you able to catch up with him and hit him with the chair? No. I think, so the, I, think the, the, I think the thing ended shortly thereafter, so I never even know. I don't even know where that went. I don't you know. know. I don't think this match with, with Ed Moretti is in here. Of course it's not. Why, why are you so hung up on that match? They got your loss to, to you know. Well, I'm just well, pointing no, out, I'm just pointing out, Mike, that there is a match that we absolutely positively know existed because we watch it 55 times over the course of a week, and it's not listed on cage match, along with hundreds of others. Oh, well, Billy Bricks, Ed Moretti, Max Justice, and Sean Patrick O'Doul defeat Bobby Quance, Robert Thompson, Tommy Blaze, and Chico Alvarez. This is when the nation got to see you showing off at the APW King of Indies. Oh, yeah, this person here notes, Semp only reading out the losses. Well, of course. What do you expect to happen? He's going to well, only you said, you read said, out my victories, my championship you, wins. You were the one who said, did you have any recent matches on here? And yes, you lost all of those, if you recall correctly. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. I didn't lose every match that I had of late. Agent Santel, Marco Stunt, Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy. Dude, Rock I beat Jody Express. Christopherson. Is that on there? Or are you just ignoring it? Well, yeah, it's on there. But Oh, of course. That. So I figured, okay, so you did only read the losses. Well, here, you beat Buddy Wayne. That should be an accomplishment here. I mean, you know, long right. long gap between some of your matches here, too. This person yeah. here says, I still can't believe guys like Ishii and Suzuki were left out of the Wrestle Kingdom main card. Well, they were off the main card, but, bro, they were in that Rambo. Well, who cares? If I had to what? do one match for New Japan, you know where I'd do it? In the Rambo. Yeah. Low expectations. Who got I can the overachieve. Story yeah, of my life. got the best deal of that you know i mean he comes out there doesn't even do anything you know who's the who's the big brain here it's toro yano but look I, i'm i'm with him in the way that i this was a year where because of the setup and because you were doing something wacky 
you could have done something, even if you put Yano in there, you could have had Minoru Suzuki and Nagata and Tenzan or or done some different things like that. I kind of wanted to see the Young Lions advance, but they decided to do what they did. And, you know, people can complain about why wasn't this match on there, why wasn't that, but they were limited, you know. They were limited by how many matches they could have, and you don't have to love this one, but if you're wondering why there weren't, you know, why didn't Shingo wrestle the first night? Because he's wrestling the second night. There are only six-match shows, so, I mean, some people were going to be left off. It's like... I'm the biggest Yuji Nagata fan in the world. I always have been. But when people say, man, I wish Nagata could get a win here. I wish Minoru Suzuki or Tenzan or Kojima, I wish this person could get a win. It would be so nice. Man, yeah, it would. And if the talent roster that they had was not so incredibly thick, then you could do that more. But it just doesn't jive with the roster that they have. We can't get Shingo or Jeff Cobb or... Lots of other Ishii. We can't get them enough wins or enough matches, let alone some of the guys from the past. You know, they're there to service Uimura and Okan and all these people that are coming along, and, and it's about helping them out. And I think from what we've seen so far, most of those veterans have done a pretty damn good job with the people that have come along. By the way, I note that when you were rattling off matches, you mentioned that I lost to Marco Stunt, but neglected to mention when I beat that little twerp. Clean in oh, the middle. Yeah. When it was one-on-one, he... on one, I beat him. When it was me versus his whole family. Bunch of inbreds. Kotobushi after his win, when you couldn't still believe that he won the Tokyo Dome main event, when Red Shoes went on to present him both the titles, but the moment Naito snatched the belts, only to give them back to Ibushi, that right there melted my heart. I am going to be livid! If Jay White wins tomorrow, I may not be able to handle that much heat. Uh, heat. Well, it ain't WWE, so you, you, there's hope. That's the there, there is. I mean, it is Gato, so there's a chance that it's there, but it's just, it's it's just the timing. It's the timing of it. Just this is Koto Bushi's time. You know, it's all the the, the marketing of uh, you know, I will be God, and you know, as far as being the the God of New Japan and all that stuff. Well, guess what? Now you got the devil. Now you got the guy that started your whole year off like garbage. The guy that has stolen, you know, moment after moment from you. The one guy that's been a thorn in your side has been Jay White. And Kota Bushi and Jay White is going to be a fantastic match. I do worry about some of the interference, hopefully. And I, I you know that there will be because it's Jay White and it's Bullet Club and I just hope that it does not affect the outcome of the match. You know, I'm sure we're going to get some interference. Hopefully it is just a swerve. Evil coming out, you know, Adam Summers mentioned this on the Big Audio Nightmare. You know, there's a possibility that if you want to go in a direction with Evil and uh, Jay White, that Evil loses to Sonata and then costs Jay White, you know, the the, the victory. I, I don't want to see any of that stuff. I just want to see... A great match and with a clean stretch, down stretch and a clean finish. I mean, Jay White can. It's it should be great. It should be absolutely great. Hopefully, Abushi doesn't matter. Abushi will be ready to go tonight anyway. But to me, it's just the time you go ahead and crown Kota Abushi as the champ. This bloke here says, "When Jay wins, Brian better talk about New Japan and Heat, bro." No, come on. You're dude. you're hanging on the you're hanging on the Real. edge here. My trigger finger's ready. You don't think I criticize New Japan? I can't even say on the air what I said about one of the finishes last night when it comes to <laughs> interference and referee bumps. 
Yeah. I, I would be kicked off. I would be kicked off Sports Byline if I used the words I used when describing that finish last night. So knock it off, buddy. Stop comparing everything to WWE too, because I would not like it if you decide to te- you know write this chapter where once again Jay White steals Abushi's glory. I mean, they may have again, they may have a longer term vision of where they're going for this story, and they're not ready to pull that trigger. We gave him a little bit on night one. We're not going to do it on night two. I think that would be a mistake. But a big mistake that people have is comparing everything to WWE. And why? Well, what about WWE? Look, to me, they're not comparable. They, they Gato and Vince McMahon, I mean, there's, it's they're wrestling. Not. One so of them is make, pro wrestling and one of them is sports entertainment. Is, again, is somebody's snow globe in it, that they're shaking up. It's their own personal vision, whereas New Japan is still rooted in something from a, a, a different time, even though they have gotten a lot wackier with Jado as a booker, and he has opened it up a lot more. Some for good, some for bad, like referee bumps and interference and all that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, he is pressed up against the looking glass this year. I said it with Evil last year because of how that thing went. You know, he's starting to, we'll see how some of these ideas form, but... He proved it last night where if you don't screw up the big stuff, you can do a lot with some of the other stuff. But when it comes to the big stuff, when it comes to your championships, there's a time for heat and there's a time to ease off. And even if they decide to go ahead and make Jay White the champion, I think it's a bad decision. I don't think it's rooted in the same heat thing that, that Vince McMahon has. To me, they're they're it's the this it's the same coin. It's currency, but there's two different sides. Well, bro, it. listen, let, let me make this simple for everybody, okay? It's okay to get heat sometimes, because the idea is you pay it off with the babyface getting a victory. Okay? That happens and it has happened in every promotion in the that was a whole story of Bruno San Martino's entire title run for like fifteen years. And every promotion on the planet does this. But when all you do is get heat and the baby faces never get theirs, that's a problem. That's what WWE yeah, right. does. You really think that Kevin Owens is going to beat Roman Reigns in the end? Of course not. No. He just gets beaten and beaten and beaten. Oh, let's throw him a bone. We'll give him a win over Jey Uso. But then we got to beat him again. And you beat him and you beat him and you beat him. And I'm sure they'll shift it so Kevin Owens faces somebody else at the Royal Rumble. And by the way... By the way, we might know more about the Royal Rumble tonight. I'll just say that. But I don't want to say more because I actually don't know. But I've heard a rumor about tonight. So we'll see if if anything happens. If it does, you didn't hear it here first because I didn't tell you. But I'm cluing you in about a potential something happening on this. Because think about this also. First Raw of 2021. No football. They're going to have a giant audience. Sometimes they drop the ball, but you know what? Sometimes you got to do something to capitalize on all of these viewers. And this is the week. Royal Rumble you got the season. college football national championship next week that's going to do far more numbers than your average NFL game. So you, that is something that they have to you know stare down the barrel of. And it comes down to hope. And this is where in WWE what you don't have. Look, territorial wrestling for years, you have somebody, you know, it's a whole show of a heel manager just running the show, and the, and the heels are constantly getting heat. And the show goes off the air that way because they were going to drive you to the arena and make you buy a ticket to see these guys get their comeuppance. But you have hope that they're going to get their comeuppance. You have faith in the characters that you want to cheer for against these other nefarious people. You still get that in New Japan. 
even if they sometimes screw it up, you still get that almost everywhere else except for WWE. And that's that's the biggest thing. There's just you have no hope. You have a sense of despair for all of the people that you like. They have no friends. They're losers. They're this. They're broke. The constant WWE trope. All of our superstars all end up broke at some point or another. There's just no hope there. And that's unfortunately what every other place provides and what they don't. Person here says, the great Ocon gimmick is death. I loved Oka as a young lion. If I never see another Ocon match again, it will be too soon. Listen, we don't need to go zero to 100, okay? Great Ocon to me, he was fine last night. He was fine. But that's what I saw. He was fine. There's nothing I see about the great Ocon where I'm like, man, this guy's got the potential to be like a big-time main eventer. Nor do I think that he absolutely sucks. Right now, he's there. Maybe a little better than there. He's got potential. He's got potential. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You get a shiver in the dark. It's raining in the park. But meantime, sound of the river is stopping your home. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771-800-410-4771-800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. 
It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. The show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Three quick texts here. This person says, with Ocon and Osprey losing, it feels like the Empire's dead on arrival. What do you think of Cobb's chances against Shingo? What? If Cobb loses, it is a clean sweep. I'll bet Cobb wins. I think he wins too, and I like to see on paper because they both lost. They were dead on arrival. Means you didn't watch the show. It was a struggle the entire time for Tanahashi. They played it up as if this was like this was truly Tanahashi's last stand. We don't want to see the ace go away, but he keeps pulling jokers, and he had to survive Okan, who did a great job, and Osprey and Okada. It's a, a, one of the first steps on their feud. These are going to be generational rivals now, now that the Tanahashis and the, the Nakamuras are either are fading or gone. Like, this is going to be a feud for the next several years, and if Osprey would have been buried, it would have been one thing. He looked fantastic in the match, and in, in both matches could have went either way. So, that's a to me, that's a statement that you didn't see the show because if that's what you got out of those two matches, you would be... Very wrong. All right, I got two more. Sheamus is going to interfere in the Keith and Drew match. Oh, God. I mean, maybe you're right, actually, but I think they're going to hold it off a little longer. And finally, this person says, I saw Tatanka versus Trent at a free street wrestling show in the middle of a Chicago barbecue festival. The match ruled. Sounds well, great. awesome. Maybe barbecue Tatanka. Festival. Maybe Tatanka will enter the Royal Rumble tonight. I doubt it. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we're done. I want to thank you all for listening. Good. Yes. Go to bed. Thanks, Mike. I'm not Good. going to bed. You kidding me? I got so much stuff I got to do today. The but anyway, I appreciate y'all. Later tonight, Filthy Tom Lawler, WrestlingObserver.com, Dave Meltzer, recapping more of the Tokyo Dome. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.